just you get to choose. Like here's here's the scenario: the the environment gives us something which can be perceived as negative, can be perceived as not working, can be perceived as problematic. The world's ending. So we get to choose to see it like that, or we get to see choose to see it as an opportunity. So clearly, that it's my responsibility now to do that for other people. If I have information, and you know, other people's success is my success, and vice versa. Because you know what, like the challenges or the roadblocks are the journey themselves. There's no big things. It's all little things compounding on top of each other. All right, super pumped for today's guest. Uh, before we introduce him, Coach Nick Davies, Coach Josh Greco, welcome to another episode of Truth Seekers. Introducing Coach Matt Drinkon. Welcome. Boom. Oh, I, it is my sincere honor and pleasure to be here. And I cannot wait to just have the most fun today and crush this call, this time together. Let's do it. I love it. Coach Matt, I'm wondering if you have maybe a 60-second version of an intro. Like, what would we need to know about Coach Matt in the background, and uh, what would we what would need, we need to know today to know you? Oh man, I've been waiting for this question. First, I seek the truth. I am a true truth seeker. I'm also an eternal optimist, uh, someone who always sees the positive in the situation and can see that things are really going on as well. So there's no rose-shaded glasses over here that are oblivious to the, the truth and the real that's happening. I take those real things and I package them up in a way that I can learn and grow. And that's what an eternal optimist is to me. Someone who sees the positive and they take in the real and they're able to learn and grow from it real time as it goes. Uh, and through that lens, I see the world and uh, I'm a full-time dad of three lovely young ladies of a bride uh, who is much more amazing and way out of my class. And I work at a company uh, called ProAdvisor Coach with an amazing group of exceptional coaches and leaders who are impacting the world. That's it. That's all. As well summed up here, we got quite a powerhouse going. And yes, a, a, a past uh, co-host of True Seekers. Yes. So a guest today. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Absolute pleasure, my friend. I'm ready to go deep and dirty and dig it in and, uh, you know, do what we can to find the truth today. So let's let's go. Let's go deep right away. Uh, Coach Nick and I were just talking about this. Our tagline for our podcast is the simple secrets of the successful. And uh, we're obsessed with, uh, you know, we're, this is episode 110 or thereabouts. I believe this is 110. So what we've come to discover is that the principles are the same, but we get different perspective of these principles the higher that we go. So I know that, uh, you know, with your coaching career, the success that you've had in your professional and personal life, maybe if you can just share how, uh, your understanding of success principles and the clues that success leaves has progressed or changes or uh, you see it differently the, the more or the higher that you go? Great question. I'll start off with a real life example. So I've got the perfect day lined up. And by perfect, I mean that it's calendared out. I've got all these things I'm going to get done one after the other, and it's going to go great. And then I get the message from the school that says, your bus is going to be 45 minutes late. So there's a little bit of challenge to the schedule. Everything that was lined up exactly the way we wanted to be, it just changed. And this is the first message of the day that happens. Okay. So that happens. The second thing that happens right after that, literally right after that, is that I get a message from the local internet service provider saying, uh, restorage uh, expected within two hours. So here I am lined up, ready to have this great day. And 
My internet's down, which means I'm not going to be able to do my Zoom calls. The bus is late, which means I'm going to need to take the kids to school and everything is thrown into a, a challenge right away. Oh, and there are also five semi-important emails that came in overnight. So here's the success principle. <sighs> Welcome imperfection. Welcome challenges and pivots. I am so glad you are here at my table. What are you here to teach me today? Every time that you show up, it's going to make me stronger. I'm going to be a little bit more resilient. I'm going to learn a little bit more patience. And I'm going to be a little bit able, more able to adapt to and overcome the little simple life's challenges that happen every day. So thank you for showing up in patience. Moving forward, you will have diminishing power over me because I own how I show up when you're here. Thank you so much. So that is the, uh, the success principle is that the hard stuff that's coming at us each and every day, and we've all got stuff, right? We've all got that challenge with the bus. We've all got, you know, that challenge with someone who's late for a meeting, a client does this, a boss does that. Uh, we don't feel good. We're kind of achy. Maybe our, our clothes, uh, they come back from the dry cleaners and maybe there's a stain in them. Uh, something happens. We spill something on our keyboard, whatever it is, the tiniest or the biggest thing. We're afraid of something. We have imposter syndrome. Uh, we're, we're, we're feeling stressed because our significant other, our loved one is mad at us for some reason that we don't know or a reason that we caused and we feel guilt. Whatever it is, the challenge that the most successful people that I've seen, they're able to overcome is they're able to take that and learn from it and stay curious to it. So that is my long-winded answer to a, a, a short question. Uh, and to make my answer just a little bit longer, I would say that the, uh, the true teased out principle here is to be curious and let it teach you what it's here to teach you. Mm. How's that sound? I love that. I'm wondering if Coach Nick has any imperfections that come out throughout his day or any needs for pivots. Coach, what do you think of that? No, never. <laughs> <laughs> never happens to me. I don't know what you're talking about. I think like it's, the great part of that, of course, is we get to practice these principles every day because it's what we do. I often tell people, hey, let me tell you a secret about why I got into coaching. It's so I get to do this. So I have to do this. Like it's a cheap way of me having to do this every day. Because when I found out about personal development, some of these principles, I'm like, wow, what if I forget this stuff? And so having to live in that place is a cheat and I just do it every day. And you know, why not make a living out of it? You know, why not help other people doing it? It's like, yes, absolutely. Mm. And the more I figure out, the more experience I have, the more I realize that I don't know anything. I'm just figuring it out. It's one step at a time. And it's rolling with a punch and, and just knowing that that you can you're gonna get knocked down often, but it's how quickly you can get back up. And that's the practice, it's the speed at which you get back up. And, and having just a tiny like millisecond quicker on getting back up, it's going to allow you to create shorter cycle times to the success you want and helping people out. So, yeah. That's a great segue into a, a question and insight I want to gain into Matt's process here. I, I feel like, you know, who, whomever might be watching this or listening to this, um, it's one thing to say, you know, I, I'm excited, I'm, I'm curious. I, I'm ready for this to teach me what it's here to teach me. Does it feel different to you when these things happen? Is there, you know, is it like Coach Nick is saying where we're lessening or shortening the lag time to get to that place of like, oh, I embrace it? 
or is it still always uncomfortable no matter what version of spilling coffee on the keyboard comes up for you? Great question. And I think this is a perfect like real real life practical example is that before I used to be a big yeller. And when I had a child that would do something uh, that would upset me, uh, like hit one of their siblings, then they would hear about it from me uh, and I would do yelling. Uh, and and to give you an example, the emotion would show up. This perfection high standard would show up. I would feel impatient. I'd feel frustrated. Uh, and you're not going to tell me that some hocus pocus work on your mental game that you're going to stop feeling this uh, and you're going to be able to stop it. Uh, so I kept yelling because that's what I grew up. That's what I learned. Uh, and I guess I'm supposed to be that way. Well, here's the, here's the truth for me is that I got in the game and started to practice. I wanted to correct a behavior. I wanted to do and show up in a different way. And it took a hell of a lot of practice. It took over three years for me to become yell free. And it took three years to go make progress in this very challenging place for me. Right. So anyone that has any type of challenge, whether it's a psychological challenge, a neurochemical challenge, uh, it's an identity challenge. You know, mm -hmm. These things with work with there's a lot of fascinating research in the neuroplasticity nowadays that our minds can change over time if we work on them consistently. And the way to consistently work on my one way that I would coach people to do it, that I've been coached to do it and that I still do every day is that when I feel the frustration or I feel the fear coming up inside of me. And when I feel that in my pocket, basically 24 hours a day, seven days a week, I guess maybe not when I'm in the shower and naked, but almost 24 hours a day, I have this little squeeze ball with me right here. And I feel myself starting to get angry. I feel myself starting to lack certainty. I feel myself starting to get down about something. I start to squeeze this. This is my emotional anchor. And it reminds me to stay present in this moment and appreciate where I'm at. So the first thing I do, no matter what's going on, I take a deep breath. I appreciate and acknowledge where I'm at right now that I'm starting to feel this way. And then I let it go. I let it go by this simple method that we just described. Uh, I let it come in and I'm curious what's here to teach me. And I've been practicing that for years and it works in frustrating times with my spouse in real life, real, real talk here. It works in times when I have a frustrating conversation over any number of things, but most of my challenges and opportunities, they're cloaked with the people and the relationships that I love the most. Uh, those are my greatest teachers because uh, that's where the perfectionism might show up. It's gotta be my way, right? Well, that, that's something that uh, we've been working on. So I squeeze this deep breath, pause, appreciate and acknowledge it, then let it go through that process. You know what? I forgot the question, Josh. So pardon me. Sometimes I just start ranting and I forget the question. So you've got to bring me back to reality here. Where were we? Now, perfect opportunity. <laughs> so talking about shortening that leg time. So you halfway answered it with like three-year practice. I'm wondering what the, what the shortening of that has looked like for you over that three years. How do you know that you've made progress? Uh, because Because there is... A conversation around like it doesn't it's not ever going to feel different like that those emotions still come up but That's it's right. what happens after that and it's how you deal with it that that influences what happens next That's right, right. And I, in my opinion and there's research to back this up as well the question that pops up in your mind when you feel the emotion might be what guides you to the next place 
you know, right. and if the question, it's not a question at all, it's a statement that I feel bad right now, or I hate that they put me in this situation, or I feel sorry for myself, or I can't believe I'm here again, or some statement that leads me into a negative place, it can spiral down. I can, I can become uh, this person I was in the past when this was a real challenge for me. Now the tripwire is set that a question pops up when I'm challenged. And the question, if it's with parenting, it might be the question of uh, how would ideal Matt the dad show up and respond to this. If it's a corrective behavior of my kid's situation, the question that pops up is, uh, what's the worst that could happen if I don't correct this behavior? Let it be. You know, If it's a, a challenging situation with a client, uh, what is this client here to teach me right now? Let's learn. You know, These are instinctive tripwire questions that happen every time one of those three triggers happens. So it's a matter of figuring out what's gonna trigger me. What, where, where does my real pain come up? When does it come up? Now, and then putting a play in my playbook that empowers me to, to move forward uh, and learn from this. That's the real trick. And that's where we're able to make forward progress and keep going. Right, thank you for sharing that. It's a testament to what you mentioned earlier, maybe about neuroplasticity. We, we have these patterns that we fall into. So if I'm hearing you correctly, what you're saying is you're just adjusting, rewiring how you react or what you do in those situations. I, I think that's so important to hit, to hone in on because simple secrets of the successful. It's nothing crazy. It's nothing large. It's nothing big, but it's the practice of something so simple that yields massive results over time, right? And you said it's it's been a practice. It's not after a week, even after a month, even after a year, do you get the results that we're talking about? And this has been a three-year process for you. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. I think so. And uh, just to build on that, you know, this is just one example the three-year process of becoming a, a Yale-free home. There are innumerable examples in my life and probably the life of every one of our listeners today you know, of stuff that keeps coming up over and over again, trip wires that we consciously or otherwise trip that cause us to go into some type of emotional state. You know, and the success principle to be derived or to be squeezed out of this, this juicy fruit that we're creating right now is this consistency in how you might work on this game, consistency in how you might show up, consistency in how you are intentionally rewiring or intentionally showing up, consistency is the key. You know, you look at Michael Phelps, for example, you know, and he might be the most decorated Olympian in the history of the Olympics in the whole world. You know, and I'm studying him right now, him and his coach, Bob Bowman, and we're talking about play that videotape. That's what coach would say to Michael Phelps. Watch the videotape, play the videotape. And what he was referring to is that every time Michael Phelps would go to the pool, he had a very consistent routine and he did it day in, day out, every day for years. And then he was the master Olympian, you know, and this is something we can practice each and every day. If we know what situations we might be in, we can practice them. You know, and this is one that if anyone here has a recurring challenge, it happens, identify it. How might you want to show up in that moving forward? and then practice what that might look like. Nick, you have a thought. I think that you, you might have a thought about this. I've got plenty of thoughts on, on this, of course. And I'd like to put a template around this and way of thinking about this in, in the way that uh, I've seen before um, uh, of state story strategy. As you come back from the Tony Robbins days, state story strategy. Your state informs how you receive a certain situation. So you can fundamentally practice the version of yourself that you want to be so 
when you, I love the way you put it, tripwires, when you go to these tripwires, if you're in a good state, the chances of them tripping you up becomes less because you can already see it and you'll move over it. And so if you do get tripped up or that you're going to see them, they're going to, you're going to, but you're in a good state, the story that you get is going to be a more empowering story or a less empowering story, depending on the state. And then the last S is the strategy. What do you actually do about that? So it's the yelling or not the yelling. So I love the way I think about that, right? So you've got the tripwires themselves to identify those. I think it's really important, but you can also think about it like the fundamentals of practicing for yourself, being the best version of yourself. So just your baseline changes as well to know that it's already going, always going to be that story that kind of quickly gets in there. And, and people listening and watching this might think, there's no story. I, that happens and I do that. But it can be really quick that tripwire comes in and it's like, bam, you're already straight into the action. That story is already inserted and you can't even see this. there. You don't know that you're telling yourself that. But if we can create the space by working on your baseline, you might just get a little bit of time to notice what story that is so you can actually find out what those tripwires are. Because certainly for me, I had a long time trying to figure out what they are. I just couldn't see it. And, and so by spending time just giving yourself that space, whatever that practice looks like, then we can really understand what those stories are and then allow ourselves to change the strategies. But we can we can override the strategy, but that comes from willpower and the push, and it's certainly not sustainable and doesn't feel good emotionally. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think about the, you, you mentioned how we might work on that, that state and story and strategy. And I think one thing that's been very effective for me in this, if your listeners are looking for a very practical way of doing it, it's it's worked for me. I heard from a podcast of Michael Gervais, Finding Mastery. Years ago, he interviewed the founder of Hurley, that athletic wear brand. And uh, Mr. Hurley was talking about one of his uh, success keys. At the end of every day, he would look back over a few of the conversations that were more important to him that day. And he would ask himself how he did in those conversations. And he would then go back and ask if I could do it again, this is how I might respond. And he would practice that response. And I look at it very similar. I will go back and look at the conversations I have. And I don't do it in the evening time. You know, I, when I wake up in the morning, my miracle morning, uh, I will think about, you know, here's how I want to show up today. And if this particular scenario happens, then here's how I might respond. So I'm thinking in advance that if this challenging thing happens, here's how I might respond. If this really potentially positive things happen, here's how I might respond. So it's it's similar that I'm practicing uh, what, what Charles Duhigg might call in his book, The Power of Habit, the cue routine reward. If the cue is this particular uh, statement or sentence or action that someone takes, let's say that I'm a, I'm a sales professional, I'm on a pitch and the prospect says this, well, the cue uh, is that they say this. The routine is how I'm going to show up and respond to that. And then the reward is what happens next. I am practicing the routine. I'm consciously thinking about here are the cues. How might my routine be when these such cues happen? And that would be the, the consistent principle of practicing this over and over again. So it makes me feel fairly prepared. Having said that, uh, I did go a little haywire when the bus didn't show up this morning and when my internet went down. But that's just being human. Uh, the cue, routine, reward, it works. And this uh, this consistency that we bring to it, uh, it can really help everyone elevate their performance and their peacefulness in their life. I like where we got with this. It's almost like we unraveled it. We started out with a pretty advanced version three years in and then created the 
the process by which you approach, like came in from the other side of, of what you do to, to be mindful, like a couple, couple words that, you know, all have similar meaning, consciousness, mindfulness, creating space, identifying patterns, I think is key in what we're discussing today. Uh, and that can't really come, at least in my opinion, without a practice of that space. So many, so many of, uh, the people out there today run through the same pattern every single day. It was like what, what you're saying, Coach Nick, about uh, like it, it was hard for you to see, right? So I think part of that, getting to that next level is creating that space for you to be able to see it. And it's trying something different, you know, doing something with your left hand that you might normally do with your right hand, taking a different uh, route on a, a normal drive that uh, that you normally take. So just a way to break up the monotony of, of what I might call a lack of consciousness. Sometimes we get into this drone mode to so we're just running through the motions. And you mentioned Miracle Morning, Matt. And I think for me, you know, just a piece of the Miracle Morning, the meditation is what is my practice for creating that space to be able to uh, make different decisions in those moments that do trigger us. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if you might share with our last few minutes here you know, uh, of the miracle morning, what might you say is most powerful or most productive or most impactful in your practice for how it shows up in your daily routine? That's a great question. I think it's, it depends on what season I'm in and what part of me is really open to the learning and open to what's going to show yeah. up that day. But overall, that the part that really connects to me the most is going to be the affirmations. You know, it's going to be those positive affirmative statements that empower me uh, to live to my core values. You know, and to give you an example, I mean, I've got them right here at my fingertips. I mean, they're always never too far away. One of them, uh, I'll pull up right here, the affirmation of uh, I am energy, light and sun. I radiate the positive energy and give it to everyone I touch. I shine like the sun and I'm an energy source for others. I bring an energy to the right here, right now, and I live in the now. My energy and vitality are poured into what I'm doing right now. I love it now. I revel in it now. I'm grateful for now. I perform my best now. Here and now, I will show up and give my best to everyone who's willing to accept it. You know, and just if you hear those words, it's about energy and it's about now. It's about being in the present moment right now, not living in the past and you know crying over spilled milk or, or being a victim and what got me here. No, it's being present right in this moment, right now. And whatever comes at me, I am grateful to be in the moment with whatever it is. I am grateful that all my kids just got home from school, literally in the, in the recording of the show, and I can hear stuff going on. And I know there's going to be requests, and I know that there's some 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 some, some wars going on upstairs right now, and that's totally okay. You know, I know stuff is coming, and that's okay. Being here with you right now is the most important thing in the entire universe right now. And I feel that the affirmations get me into the place that help me to be with you in this moment now whatever that moment might be. So affirmations are a big one for me, Josh. They really get me into the spot. Uh, if meditation is the one for you, I know Nick has a great morning routine. Nick, what's the one that does it for you uh, in your routine in the mornings? Yeah, much like you, it really does move around depending on the season. It, it, I just have put so much focus into figuring out like what the best is. And I realized that just isn't. And I often will say to my clients, like, hey, these are all the different ways you can do it. These are the different tools. And they're like, which one's the best? Like, well, it's the one that you will use. And right now, for me, the one that I'm using is a very specific routine around getting my workout closed on quickly as possible, starting to thinking about uh, uh, getting my 
the book I'm listening to, AirPods On, start my stretching routine. The stretching has been really important for me. It's a physical adjustment I've made in the last three or four months. But that just really sets the base. And I know even if I can't do any other workout after that, depending on how the morning is set up, that's it. The physical component is the most important for me because that allows me to access all those other things as well. Mm. And as I'm pouring good stuff into myself, so I'm listening to books and, and podcasts that are inspiring, that language, that affirmation process goes through that. And I'm such a big believer on the power of, of words and language. And I just one side note, just this today, I have two clients already, such a big challenge to get out of the past to bring it forward when looking at vision and what they're creating because they're so stuck in the, this is how it's always been. And if it's not even been people that have been in a place for very long, looking at teams that aren't even that big, 10, 15 people saying, okay, we want to get to revenue targets of 5 million. We're at 4 million now. And people going, well, we need to get more than 500,000 a month. We've never done it before. It's like now to your point, like now forward, not then. Let's use that. And there's a time when, Experience is fantastic, but it's a time when experience becomes something that holds you back. It encumbers you from moving forward. So I love that coach. But for me, it's the exercise that allows me to unlock the rest of the stuff. My, what I'm taking away, Coach, like from what you just mentioned is, uh, you know, I've challenged the listeners, the viewers of, you know, success leaves clues and we, we copy other successful people. Take what works for you. Take out a little nugget and practice something and, and use Coach Matt's approach of consistency. Just be consistent with something because we get uh, increasing uh, returns the more that we do something. Coach Matt, we always have uh, takeaways at the end or the opportunity to summarize maybe a new perspective or a great reminder of a principle that we covered today. I wonder if you could bring us home in the last 60 seconds here uh, with something, whatever that is for you today. Well, it's to be open to the different perspectives of others, because you ask us all the same question of what part of our morning gives us the most energy or the most boost, the most learning. Uh, and for you, it's meditation. For me, it might be the affirmation. And for Nick, it might be the physicality of the stretch or the exercise. And you know, just being open to everyone out there has a different perspective on every single question and every possibility in the world. And <laughs> we've got to be open to it. You can ask the same success principle question to a hundred different successful people all have a different answer. You know, yeah. so we as humans are constantly evolving, constant uh, learning and growth creatures when we allow ourselves to be. So to tie it all home, pay attention and really sit and listen to what others have to say. You might just learn something. Coach Matt Drinkon, thank you for joining True Seekers. It's been a pleasure. Pleasure's been all yours. Oh, <laughs> and mine. <laughs> Good to see you guys. Thank you for watching another episode of True Seekers. We appreciate your interaction. So please comment, like, subscribe to YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want more, check out some of our links. Thanks to our masterclass, The Achievers Mindset, and come join our LinkedIn group. And what do you want to see more of? Remember, we're here to share the simple secrets of successful. So help us do that. What do you want to see? What do you want to see more of? Thanks, and see you again next time.